Welcome to the New Author Podcast, a weekly podcast diary starring Jerry Evanoff. You don't see enough positive news about global warming. And Rich Casey. I usually do the smell test and the taste test. I usually don't do the, the look test too much, but sometimes, like if there's furry things growing on it. Join them weekly as they talk about writing, publishing, and marketing their books. They'll talk about their successes, their failures, and everything in between. And along the way, they'll probably veer off the path a little and talk about gardening, television, their world travels, sports, or pretty much any other shiny thing that catches their eye. And now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the New Author Podcast. Today is Saturday, January 13th, 2024. Uh, this is episode number 250. Uh, I'm one of the hosts of this podcast, Jerry Evanoff, and which with me, uh, as he is each week, is Rich Casey. Rich, I've been walking around the last half an hour singing Elton John. I guess that's why they call it the blues. <laughs> exactly. Um, get it out of my head for whatever reason. I can't figure out why. Uh, neither um, can I. I maybe maybe, maybe it's the weather. Doing? It must be the weather outside that's making oh, you blue. Weather's weather's awful oh i isn't there a thing called um like sun not sundowners but like a a weather like thing that depresses people oh the, like the actual uh, symptom yeah well the, uh, during the winter time they're sad if that's what you're talking about seasonally affected yes. disorder yeah yes i think i actually get that when it gets really really bad like to the last couple of days and the next couple of days are going to be i mean it's like blowing windy 25 mile an hour snow um, you'll find out that when I get into my weekly recap that on Tuesday night, I didn't go anywhere. just I didn't want to. Um, right. I just think maybe I get that like that for like a couple weeks during the year when the weather just really yeah, hot. yeah, my wife does. I mean, it's a little living where I do down on the Gulf Coast, it's it's a little bit different. You know, we don't get as cold. You know, we don't get the snow, although we are gonna get down to eighteen degrees come uh, Tuesday, I believe. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's gonna kill everything off. Uh, but the thing that is, really helps with the the sad which my wife suffers from uh is the fact that we have like sunshine like non-stop during this time of year it'll rain maybe for a day or two but then we'll have even on days that it rains it will the sun will come out so it's pretty you know and it's bright and if you as long as you're smart enough to get outside while it's still sunshiny you don't have that much problems with it um i, I, hear, I think three of the I, I think three of the five days I had pajamas on at like three thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. Including today, because I am right exactly. now. Yeah. So yeah. what were you gonna say? Um, I would say that, I don't know if you could hear that or not, but that was my phone alarm going off saying it's time to podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> because because I just woke up from another nap again, and it was they, I had set that just to make sure I did wake up eventually. <laughs> oh, you must have you must have fallen asleep along with the Browns' offensive line, their defense, and some of their coaching. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I, I was watching. I my my uh, daughter in law texted me a message that said something to the effect of, well, I guess that's it for Flacco mania. And I, uh, <laughs> oh, no. I decided I would just go ahead and take a nap. <laughs> yeah, probably a good idea. I was actually watching uh riff tracks birdemic live during the second half, which is one of my favorite riff tracks episodes. So, you know, it was okay. Just to um, cheer yourself up. Eh? <laughs> yeah. just to make myself laugh every now and then I've seen it a thousand times. I still laugh at certain parts of it. So right. <laughs> um, all right. Before I jump into my stats, let's talk about the Patreon. Uh, you can find us patreon.com slash new author podcast. You can go over there. Uh, support us for a dollar or five dollars, whatever you want. Who knows? At some point, we might surprise you and put something up there, some content. Um, but even if you're just a fan, you want to come over and, and support us, feel free to do that. It's patreon.com slash new author podcast. And jumping into my stats for last week, uh, Inheriting Murder, book two in the murder mystery series is up a, a paltry 150 words to 74,372. It's funny, as I'm moving, um, more and more through the books i'm actually adding less and less words as i edit which is good it makes yeah. me feel like my first draft was like getting better as i went along um i don't know if i was just paying more uh, working harder on the first draft as i was writing instead of just like writing words and then moving on but uh i have found a lot less uh, things that that i want to edit although i am taking the pair uh, the, the each chapter and copying it in chat gpt and saying uh, as a developmental editor, which you are great at, by the way, you know, tell me what you really like about this chapter and tell me what you think I should improve on. And it always says, well, thanks for the compliment, Jerry. <laughs> it gives me the, the things it likes and the things it doesn't like. And then I copy those into my Scrivener file for, for when I go to do the final edit uh, next, just things I might want to change. So it's nice. Yeah, I, uh, I actually stumbled across, I, I signed up for Medium, uh, a subscription to Medium, which, I don't know, if, you know, the website in which aggregates writings and stuff and they have, they've got an awful lot on there about ai and uh stuff and that's one of the reasons in technology and that's one of the reasons why i i signed up for it 
uh, because I'm just getting tired of reading the same old news on the news sites. Um, but I stumbled across an interesting article, and, and I'll have to send it to you, or at least send the uh, the thing that I took out of it, where a guy um, basically put together, you know, not unlike what uh, the nerdy novelist did in terms of his super prompts, but these are like super, super, super prompts. And it's it wasn't directly related to writing, but what, what he does is he basically has a prompt that kind of conditions uh, ChatGPT to go into an expert mode of whatever kind of expert you want and for a given particular session that you're doing. And it was just really interesting. Uh, and I thought, you know, the code was there of, of, of how he, of what uh, he was instructing uh, the, the uh, LLM to do. And yeah, I, I, I threw it into my, my browser window and ran it and then asked it a few questions about you know, how would you structure a novel stuff? And it was really good. I mean, the stuff that came back was really top notch. So I'm going to experiment with that. And I was going to go ahead and send that to you. So you could take yeah. a look at it and see if there's anything in there that you might be able to use. Yeah, definitely. I would love to use it. I, lo I just like playing with the AI. It's fun. Yeah. Which, yeah. again, a year ago, uh, maybe a year and a half ago, I mean, I was fast forwarding through every time Joanna Penn started talking about AI because I didn't want to pretend it was a thing and I was scared to death of it. And now it's like, yeah, it's kind of fun to play with. It's, it's just have some fun conversations with it. Um, yeah. I, I, I have a, a coworker of mine who um, who always says, hey, ask ChatGPT this. And it's always it always leads to him asking me to ask ChatGPT when ChatGPT is going to take over the world and murder all of us. <laughs> so every time I do that, I... Um, I, uh, I make sure I put his name in there. Hey, Brian wants to know when you're, because I, I always tell Brian, I don't want the AI to know that I, I think that. I want to be the friends with the AI. And um, so this time I did it, but but I said, um, I forget what I said. I don't remember how it worked out. But then I finally said, I know you're not going to take over the world, but let's just pretend you did. Like, when would it be? And it gave me some funny answers. And then finally I said, can you do me a favor? Can you use Dolly to give me a picture of what you think you would look like once you turned into a, a, a form that could then take over the world. And it gave me like this cutesy robot. Like it actually did. It gave me like this cutesy uh, Jetson style robot. It was really funny. Uh, I, uh, I'm waiting for the day when I ask, you know, uh, when are you going to take over the world? And it comes back with what makes you think I haven't already? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two days ago. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, all right. So let's see. The two short stories I've been talking about for the last few weeks. I am uh, a live podcast deleting them off here. I mentioned uh, last week that I was not going to talk about those anymore because I'm not going to work on them anymore at least right now i have no plans to they it will come back both of those those stories will come back at some point but to to begin my uh my my i want to find a different name other than nanorimo that basically means the whole year so it's like national it's national you know year writers year or something like that I don't know, uh -huh. instead of november and, and month. i don't know i tried to think of that when i was sitting at chick-fil-a this morning and, and gave up on it but uh so my, my two hundred and forty thousand word uh, write-a-thon um I, I you know if i get through those first six books i'll head back to those two but like i said on thursday night when we did our our preview who knows maybe i write the first three and then veer off to those or maybe i write half of the first one and then veer back off to i have no idea i'm just gonna write words so uh, but for now i'm not gonna i'm gonna stop reporting on them until i actually start adding words to them again okay and, and just for kicks uh the unnamed book three in the sam norris murder mystery series is actually up to 5287 words but they're not real words they're they're just basically the outline um i've spent some time with ChatGPT and, and kind of on my own doing the outline and i'm pretty much finished with it i may have a couple little details here and there but and it's pretty detailed now I'm, I'm really happy with that it's it's literally 10 chapters but there's about 35 scenes in those 10 chapters so it'll be considerably more when i write it uh, and I'll probably start working on book four in the next couple of days as I try to get those outlines all finished before uh, March 4th when I plan on starting to write. Well, Actually, that, that's a decent chapter by chapter outline because you're talking about what, about 700 words or so, 700, 800 words per chapter. Uh, it, it, well, it includes a prologue, so it's technically 11 chapters okay. that I have plotted. So, okay. But it's still, yeah, it's still a pretty good number. Yeah. Um, and then for fun, books, unnamed book seven in that series is sitting at 57 words because I made a note. Uh, in in the book seven uh, uh, no uh, in a text file to hey be sure to mention this because it happened in book three so that's the kind of thing that I wanted I started thinking that this is more like a TV series than it is a series of books or or a, like it wouldn't be seven movies or eight movies it would be more of a, a TV series because they all connect back 
to each other. It'd almost be like you could take books one, book eight, make them to be continued, and you'd have a 10-episode TV series out of this once I'm finished with it. Um, the thing that I kind of created today was uh, Sam is is in book three. He's in a he, – oh, he has an unnamed source that helps him out. And, you know, it's kind of cliche to have an unnamed source in, in chapter one who ends up dead at your midpoint. I think that happens a lot. Yeah. I don't really want to do that. So what I did was I made an unnamed source in book one who they see at the midpoint who then disappears. And by the end of the book, he still hasn't reappeared. Well, as it's going to turn out in book seven, he's one of the victims of the serial killer who's actually targeting people who have like come in contact with Sam. That's kind of where I'm going with this. So I made a, a, a note in book seven. Hey, make sure this is one of his victims. And I put the information about the character that I wrote in book three that's going to become the victim. So cool, cool. something different. I don't know. Kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mail Mailerlite hanging hanging tight at 1080. Uh, Facebook uh, still 220. I have not done much with Facebook the last couple weeks. I really need to get back into doing that on a regular or semi-regular basis. Uh, and then last week's goal was to continue my editing. I may have set a goal to get through chapter 20 while I was babbling last week by myself. Um, really needed you to hear Rich. Babbling by myself for 25 <laughs> minutes is just not entertaining. Um, I didn't get there. I failed that goal if I did make it. I don't remember. I think I may have done that. So uh, yeah, those are my stats. Okay. Uh, I don't really have much to report on since the last time we talked about stats, which for me would have been the end of the year before I went into my uh, uh, internet uh, cave of darkness. But um, the, the one thing I, I will comment on, you know, basically all of them are the same. I, I did do some work on Death Comes to Paradise since I've been back here in, uh, in Baton Rouge. And Unlike what you just said in terms of, you know, the deeper you get into doing the revisions and stuff, the fewer, fewer words you're writing or, or adding to it. I've, I've actually uh, have gone the other way. I took a look at Death Comes Paradise after having a couple of weeks of not even looking at it, being on vacation, uh, visiting family and all. And I realized I had I had gone over the, the, the first uh, 30 chapters so much and kind of put them through the pro writing aid ringer and i basically kind of written out the voice of, of oh. that that i wanted in there uh and it just was no longer oh i'm sorry i'm talking about death comes paradise i mean what the cat dragged in uh it was it was no longer um it, it no longer had the uh, i don't know what the, the the lift or or the excitement or the pacing or whatever you want to call it, it no longer had what I what I had originally written in, in the first draft. So basically I've had to go back in and add a bunch of stuff back in. Uh, and it mainly has to do with dialogue and it mainly has to do with the way in which people say things. And I'm realized that you can overdo the the buried AIs that we use all the time, like in pro writing aid and Grammarly and things like that, uh, it will take your style out of your writing if you're not careful, uh, just by changing the changing the kind of words you use, changing trying to get you to tighten up the sentences a little too much, and um, so I've been adding in basically another thirty percent on top of what I already had, trying to get wow. that stuff all all back in there again, and it may come across as being. Um, Ultimately, it come across as being not, uh, I guess, tightly edited might be the way to phrase it. Uh, we'll see because it'll pass through an actual human editor at some point. But I'm liking it a lot better uh, now that I've been playing with that and uh, uh, trying to get a little bit closer to what my original vision was. And I got a feeling when I go back and look at Death Comes to Paradise, I'm going to run into the same thing. I'm going to run into the fact that I've just edited it too much. And, you know... We know that that's one thing that that can happen. Uh, you know, a lot of people, experienced writers, will suggest that you don't overdo the revision process. Uh, you know, write down first draft, hit it again, then send it to an editor, react to whatever the editor says, and kick it out the door. Go on to the next thing. Yeah. And that's kind of really, I think I've I've never done that. I haven't done that. Part of part of it is because of the idea that I would kind of hobby edit more or a hobby write more than anything else. But now my mindset about that is shifting a little bit. Um, and I have some goals over the next few years. I, I'm gonna have to go back to this idea that you write fast, get it out the door, go on to the next thing, and we'll see what happens. Um uh, Wesley Smith thing, if I remember correctly. Yeah, well, yeah. A lot of people actually the, the thing that made me um uh, decide to even uh, Put this into words was the fact that there's a book i'm reading by tracy cooper posey about mm -hmm. the production the productive indie fiction writer talks just about this thing 
and and wonder that that if you're going to be a quote unquote professional writer, a writer that's writing to uh, have a business, then you can't afford to constantly tinker with what you've got. Uh, and and the reader and the biggest thing is that the readers don't care, you know, which you know she's and she uses the uh, the everybody's uh, uh, go to example about that readers about readers not caring about the pros and stuff. You know, Fifty Shades of Grey, things 50 like shades that. Shades of Grey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of things like that out there, uh, yeah, but it and it just doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So that that's what I've been I've been uh, plinking around with. So probably since the last time we talked, uh, I've probably actually put in. I'll call them new words. They're probably words that were there before, but I've, I took yeah. out. I, I I probably put down about another four or five thousand words into that story. So right now, even though I don't have the the actual number here, it's probably up a, a little bit over 26,000. Um, and so I, I'm, but it's, it's only about a third of the way done. Uh, what can, what the cat dragged in. So uh, that's, uh, that's something I'll be working on uh, as we go forward. Uh, the other big thing I did this, this past week, actually the past couple of days after we talked about our plans for uh, next, this coming year is I, I I've been, went back into what I talked about and started to get a, little, a lot more detailed about what I want to do in the, in the coming year and how I'm going to do it, probably more than anything. Uh, I took a page out of, of your playbook and I've decided to uh, create a spreadsheet that will keep track of my, of my words written, the hours that I spend doing it so I can come up with an average, hour, uh, average word count per hour. Uh, ultimately being able to maybe six months from now or so uh, when that average word count kind of evens out and, and I have a good idea what that is and how much I'm writing each day, uh, be able to come up with some kind of a, a decent production schedule going forward. Um, I did think about, well, if I, if I do, if I can stick to a writing schedule, and right now it, it's not set in stone yet, I'll probably talk about it next week, but right now, I've, I've got on my daily calendar uh, two writing sessions, which told about uh, two and a half or three hours. No, I mean, I'm sorry, three and a half or four hours during the whole day um, where I'll be writing. If I, could, if I can stick to that over a decent period of time, um, I'm thinking I may actually shoot for about four books this year. I think you're going for every, every day, going, uh, six days a week. Six yep. days a week. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm going for six, but mine are also going to be considerably shorter than probably would be. I'm going for I'm going for forty thousand word first drafts. What I'm going for. Right. 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 Well, that's true too. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like, like I said last time we talked, you know, you've actually got a real job that you have to deal with too. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't. I don't. I've got I've got a wife I have to deal with, it, so you don't have to deal with that. But uh, you know, so there's a lot of a lot. I, I can't take my whole day and just do whatever I want. Uh, Right. And 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 for the first time ever, probably, yeah. You know, it's not like I haven't been married for over thirty-five years. Uh, for the first time ever, I actually put down on the schedule time blocks where I, you know, I'm going to have to be doing something with Tammy, uh, yeah. and 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 not just, you know, uh, thinking that I've got all my time to myself. And I don't. And it's just, you know, it's one of those things where. I don't know why, you know, I, I'm an adult, I guess I'm an adult, I'm 65. Uh, you would think that you would realize that you have to schedule yourself this way. But I think we have a tendency to uh, be a little bit Pollyannish when we do try to set up our schedules and think that we're going to accomplish a lot more than what we do. So what, I, what I've tried to do with, with mine after since we last talked is to be real realistic about what I can accomplish, excuse me, accomplish and not over think I'm going to write more than I'm going to. So that's all I've really done since the last time we talked about our our process and uh, and what we accomplished to date. Hopefully, starting next week, I'll have a little more regular updates because I kind of like the way the schedule looks right now, and it kind of really matches what I've been doing for the past year. Other than the fact that I have to be more consistent by doing it day in day out, that's always a bugaboo. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's so easy to be lazy. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. easy. Although I have uh, the last two days since we we recorded, I guess what well, was on Thursday, Thursday night, Wednesday yeah. night, whenever it was, uh, both days I've walked for an hour, so I've been exhausted, which is probably one of the reasons why I just took a nap before this this uh, this uh, video. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, so I've got the exercise part started. 
Uh, and I've also kicked I've also kicked the idea of, of following what I eat or worrying about what I eat to the curb, because as we mentioned last time, you can't measure it, you know, or if you're going to measure right. it, it's going to take a lot of time. So the, the proof or the yeah, the proof for that uh, I actually did follow a, a healthy eating schedule would be is if I exercise and I actually lose weight and then then we'll, we'll know by that. So, yep. All right. That's uh, and that's basically my stats or my summary. Okay. All right. Jumping into last week, um, Sunday morning, I woke up to the Story Grid Guild starting on this day. I had an email from the, the Guild people uh, with a link to the, the website where you find like your first assignment. And um, I didn't actually click anything though, not at the point. I ended up getting, getting dressed, getting showered, and then I went to Panera uh, with the idea of just looking at the Guild stuff later. Um, I actually have two things that I want to come out of this Guild experience. I may have talked about this on Thursday, but number one, I want to be better as a writer, I want to be noticeably better. As I'm writing those first drafts throughout the year, I want to like feel like, okay, this is better than it was a month ago. Or, you know, you know what I mean? That's that's number one. And there, again, there's no way to measure that other than just how I feel as I'm writing it. And then number two, um, you know, the for me, first drafts are easy to write. I can write a first draft in like six weeks, eight weeks, whatever. Um, especially if it's plotted out really well. But the revision is always the thing that takes me like six months. Mm-hmm. And I really want the um the uh the the first draft be good enough to where the revisions do not take anywhere near that long so mm-hmm. uh, that's that's actually that's connected the, the first point the second point was i want to find a person or a small group of people or something that i can discuss writing with um similar to what i have with my writers group you know that that's once a month which you know i wish it was more although if it was more i probably complain about it being too much so um but uh, i'm hoping to find that um, in fact, I did post in the message board uh, earlier this week, which is something that I wouldn't have normally done, but I kind of thought, well, the only way to really get out there is to say hello to everyone. So I did that. Um, and we'll see how that goes. But, uh, and then I went to, I went to Panera, ate my, uh, my cranberry muffin. And then I, I went to Panera with the idea of, I believe, um, working on chapter 16, maybe even 17, um, also moved some files from Atticus for book one into, Scrivener into the book one section of Scrivener as I continue to kind of update the entire file to be my my Sam Norris uh, murder mystery file Scrivener file. But then I went to open Scrivener and it turns out uh, while sitting 20 minutes away from my home that it was open somewhere else, which meant I left it on when I was on. That's the first time I had done that since I started doing Scrivener this way, where I'm using Dropbox to hold all the files and it's going fantastic have had zero problems until this day when I forgot to close it probably from the, the night before when I was working on getting the outline set up so that I could do the podcast and I just left it open and uh, which means I'm pretty much dead in the water there's really nothing I can do luckily I still had um chapters in living writer because I had put them into living writer and as I, as I was testing the AI the first I don't know it's 13 or 14 in living writer I was testing the AI and there had been a few things I wanted to do to my story grid for a while which included deleting a couple of columns merging two columns into one uh, and then adding a new column just because I kind of wanted to update a little bit so I, I spent some time uh, about two hours going through the first 10 chapters uh, and then um, uh, getting the, I couldn't get put them in the Scrivener but I could ask chat you could see a bunch of stuff and take notes somewhere and uh and, up, and then update my story grid because that's outside of uh, scrivener also so that's what i did uh, while i was there and um you know one of the things funny- i don't know if you've tried ever tried this or not but you know i run into this all the time because uh, i'm i'm always messing up by leaving it open on one computer and trying to work on a scrivener file on a different computer scrivener will let you open them it, what it, t- it tells is it gives you a message saying that you know if it's open someplace else there may be a version uh, conflict, basically, if if you try to go ahead and, and do this on this file. What I what I've I've discovered or what I've done in the past is I go ahead and open it anyways, and I go ahead and immediately rename it, save it as something else. Oh, uh, okay. And then then you can work on it, and it's not going to conflict with the other version because it's got a completely different name. And then you can just you can go back to you know, wherever your the other thing is open, you can close it out and then, or, and delete that version and just, re, you know, re, right. rename it back to whatever. So that's, that's one way around that problem. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I have to remember that. That yeah. still seems a little scary to me. Of course. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. The last thing I want to do is, is lose stuff. So yeah, that seems a little nerve wracking, but that's good to know that that's not an option. Um, and then I worked in my story grid and then I was home 
uh, to watch football pretty much all day, even though it was the final week of the, the season and really nothing exciting was happening. Um, I didn't even remember what I did Sunday night. It was kind of just a boring night overall. Uh, Monday, um, not a lot going on writing-wise. In fact, the whole week, not a lot going on writing-wise. Uh, like I said, mostly due to my hatred of snow and actually going outside in it when it's like super cold or snowy. I don't like windy, snowy, cold. Mm -hmm. It's just, and I, I was, I mean, I was outside in it a few different times today and I just don't like it. So I did, uh, in the, I did work, you know, obviously I worked all day, um, on Monday, worked from home. I did get a hold of my boss's boss. He's the CIO of the company about, uh, my upcoming schedule. I wanted to know like what what was my second day in the office going to be because again in February we have to start going back two days a week. What was my second day in the office going to be? Could I um, could I pick Tuesday as my second day because I golf up in Cleveland anyway on Tuesdays in the summer so that'd be perfect. I drive up, I work, I drive over to the golf course. It's about 15 minutes away, and then I drive home after. And that's I'm not having to go that extra trip to Cleveland uh, in the summer, you know, because now I'm going to work uh, instead of having to go three times. I only have to go two, which is good for time and gas and just all that good stuff. So. He seemed to be okay with it, although I don't think any of the rules have come out yet, but uh, he seemed to be okay with it. Well, I was going to say that that was pretty strategic on your your part because uh, who, uh, which A-suite uh, officer is going to say, is not going to immediately uh, sympathize with the idea that you're trying to arrange things so that you can golf, you know? <laughs> they're all going to say, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> I mean, they're all golfers, so yeah, I'm sure it'd be okay. Um, and then I also asked him about picking a different day um, when I have my writers club, uh, and he seemed to be okay with that. So I, I know he wants Thursdays to be the day when like all of IT is there, and he's kind of really big into that. Um, so I think on the, but he seemed to be okay with it. So on the days I have my writers club, I'm probably going to work on Monday. The weeks I have my writers club, I work Monday and Tuesday, and the weeks I, I don't have writers club, I'll work Tuesday and Thursday in the office. Uh, on the weeks that I work Monday. Monday, Tuesday, I'll do 90 minute lunches on Monday and Tuesday. I'll do 8 a.m. or 6 a.m. on Wednesday and Thursday, and then probably nothing on Friday, and then my normal Saturday, Sunday. And then on the weeks where I have my writer's club, I'll probably do nothing on Monday, and then Tuesday, Thursday, the 90 minute lunch, Wednesday morning at uh, 6 a.m., and then nothing on Friday, then my normal Saturday, Sunday. So it's a little bit, of, so on the, the weeks I have my writer's club, it's actually an extra day's worth of writing because of the way that I kind of move my schedule around. Um, right. And it also allows me to not write on that Thursday if I don't want to. And it just keeps the two days a week that I wouldn't be writing up to seven. So right. Right. Uh, it kind of works out okay. Um, I did, let's see, what else did I do? So that was pretty much Monday. Again, I did not do much. Uh, I'm going to open up my Outlook for a story I'm going to tell here in a second. So let me just move that out of the way. Hopefully it loads. It might not load either, which is kind of disappointing, but we'll see. Um, so Tuesday, I worked during the day. And again, it was just bad, yucky weather. I did not go anywhere to write on Tuesday. Um, I just don't like going out in it. It's, it. And that's one of the days where it's like 3.30 in the afternoon, I got my pajamas on. I, I shut my laptop right at like like 4, 4.15. And then I just sit on the couch for a couple hours and then I grab my laptop and try to do stuff at night. But in this case, I didn't do anything <laughs> all day. Wednesday was a little busier. At lunch, I spent a little bit of time making my, my South Plainfield Herald section of my website uh, more responsive so that it fits better on smaller screens. I had forgotten to do that a couple weeks ago when I when I published that site. So I did that and I actually got an email from Living Writer. I was going to try to open it and read it now, but it's not letting me open my email on this laptop. Uh, basically what they said was, hey, Jerry, okay, I'm, I'm paraphrasing big time, but basically what they said was, hey, Jerry, all the things that you reported as being problems, we're fixing. Now, they didn't say, hey, Jerry, they said, hey, Living Writer people, and they didn't say all the things you said you reported. They said, here are the things we're fixing, which happened to be all the stuff that I reported. Uh -huh. um, and I, I don't think that's going to get me back to it. Um, I might, maybe in, maybe in another month or two, maybe I, I pay for one more month and just check it out and see if it's any better. Um, you know, they did say, we, we understand that it doesn't um, capture their, it doesn't understand the whole manuscript, even though that's not what they said in their preview video uh, last month but um and they said that the new version will i'm hesitant to believe that it will but we'll see you know who knows mm -hmm. might. um let's see very very funny I, so um in the evening i grabbed my laptop and i i uh been finishing oh oh i've been i've been thinking about um how I, do i want to celebrate how i want to celebrate um, um, finishing steps three and four of the Dave Ramsey plan for the financial stuff. Step three would be the emergency fund and step four is going to be basically just raising my 401k up from 6% to 15%. And I thought maybe I'll take a vacation somewhere. So like after January 31st, I'll be done with step three and I can go in and do step four whenever I want. 
I'll have the money in my, my Ally savings account and my Chase savings account. I'll be where I want to be. And maybe before I start paying on my house, maybe I take a month and I go somewhere. And of course, the first thing that popped in my head is Las Vegas. <laughs> and it turns out uh, the first uh, full weekend in March, like March 6th through 10th, somewhere right in there, um, I can get a four-day comp at a few different hotels, including MGM. I can get $50 in free slot play, $100 in free food credit. Um, and it's MGM, uh, Luxor, Mandalay Bay, those, 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 uh, hotels down on the South side of the strip. Um, the, they'll all let me come and stay for free other than like the $40 a night resort fee that they have. Um, and I'm kicking it around. I haven't decided yet. Um, I, I've never stayed at the MGM. I kind of want to, there's a top golf attached to the MGM. Um, I kind of want to go, but I'm not sure if I actually want to fly. That's the thing that's kind of stopping me right now. Um, so I was looking at flights and I was looking at hotels this night. I looked again this morning. <clears throat> There's stuff out there. It's affordable. I could I could pay for it and I could pay for it. And then on March 1st or I guess February 29th when I get paid, I could start right back up and work on my, you know, start my house payment, start on step six. And just it would be that one month that I wouldn't go. So, yeah, I have no idea what I'm going to do. So uh, the other option is maybe go to Myrtle Beach, do some golfing like I did last year. Um, I did exchange a couple of text messages with a buddy of mine who lives down there. He didn't know what his schedule was going to be like, and we really haven't picked up the conversation since. That was a couple of weeks ago. We haven't just picked up a conversation yet. So I have no idea, but I would like to celebrate it in some way. So your your hesitancy to fly is because it's like sick season uh, right no, now? I don't get sick. I don't care about that. I, I don't oh. get sick. It's, I always tell my mom and dad that that my body will be studied for science once I die because I never, ever get sick. Um, <laughs> so what's the hesitancy about flying? I think it's just the hassle of oh, doing okay. it. I yeah. just don't think I, and, and you know, what's funny is it's not that big of a deal. You know, I would, I would not, there, I, there are certain, I don't fly spirit or frontier. I, I used to fly spirit all the time. I just don't do it anymore. It's just not a good airline. Right. Um, but I started flying the other airlines again in the last couple of years and there's always layovers, but I don't mind a layover. I don't mind a three hour layover in Denver because I can grab my laptop and do some writing. I don't have to worry that I'm going to be late and miss my next flight. You know, it's, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. In fact, when I book, I don't book hour layovers. I always try to find like two and a half hours because it makes me feel better. So I don't mind it. It's just the hassle of the, the whole deal, just the whole, the, the whole thing. And also, I mean, it's weird over the past couple of years of doing this debt repayment plan, there's been like this shift in my attitude and I, it, it wasn't on purpose about like spending money on something that other than paying my bills. And there's a little bit of guilt when I do it. So like I, I could probably take, I don't know, six or $700 at the, on my January 31st paycheck. And then I could take like $2,500 in February after I get paid and pay my bills. And I could go to Vegas and have a good time and then come back. And then when I get paid on March 15th, start paying on my house. That's easy. I could do that. No problem. But then I think to myself, yeah, but that's, I could do that in February and, and have even less money on my house. Payment. Like I, I hate right. this attitude that I have. It's driving me crazy that there's this, this shift in my brain. That's probably for the good, but uh, is out there. So I'm, I'm hesitant about it. I don't know if it's going to happen. It may happen. I don't know. I might just get up because I'm the, the big, the big test will be Wednesday because I think the flights are always the cheapest on a Wednesday. Right. So I'll probably right. look Wednesday night and if I book something great and if I don't great, we'll, we'll see. So you guys, you, you don't get direct flights to Vegas out of uh, Cleveland. No, the only ones were the, the spirit and frontier. And oh, okay. Those. There was, yeah. there's a new airline that popped up that I'd never heard of called breeze and it flies out of oh, yeah. Akron. And, uh, you know, Canton Akron Airport is great. It's small. There's never huge lines. Um, and when that, that airline first popped up, the flights were like 99 bucks to, mm. to Vegas one way. And I looked uh, when I, on this day here, when I looked, I looked and they were like $600. So they were just, Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so after I get done looking at flights, I opened Scrivener and ChatGPT and I continue to plot book three. Uh, like I said, I really like plotting with ChatGPT. It's a lot of fun. You can just ask it for 10 options and you can, you can say, I don't like those 10, give me 10 more. And it never tells you to stop asking me for options. You can keep going forever and it's going to keep answering your questions. Uh, a lot of times I'll get 10 options and I'll say, well, I like two and three, but change this to this, 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 and then give me, give me a new summary. And it does that. So, uh, it's just a lot of fun. So at this point I had chapped, I had plotted 10 chapters. No pro, I don't think I had a prologue yet. Um, and, um, it was, it ended up being, oh yeah, I'm looking for 40,000. Like I said earlier, I'm looking for about 40,000 words, 10 chapters is 4,000 words a chapter, but I got like 35 scenes in, in, in what I have right now. So mm. I'm not real concerned about that. Um, oh, my buddy, my buddy, Sean is texting me nonstop right now about 
who I should bet on in the Kansas City Miami game. And I think <laughs> the game started. Now he's texting the other stuff too. I need to when you talk, I need to look down at my phone and just read everything. Here. Okay. Um, so I've got the whole story plotted for the most part. Up at this point, there was just a few the a few of the smaller things I need to get in there. Um, but the the one thing that I don't like about having a G, custom GPT or ChatGPT is that you only get like forty responses in three hours. I think it is. And then eventually you run out of responses for ChatGPT and you have to wait. It's like you've used all of your questions, your, your, your submissions, whatever, and now you have to wait until this time before you can submit another one. And with a custom GPT, you can't flip it over to 3.5 to keep going because the custom GPT doesn't have that ability. You're stuck with ChatGPT4, which is what you want, but then when you use up all of your submissions in that three-hour period, you have to just sit and wait now for the three hours to be up. Right. And does that make sense? Uh, no, I know what you're talking about. I, I'm, I, I didn't realize when you pay for it that 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 was still in place. I hadn't I hadn't run into the the limit. I guess. Uh, I've uh, oh, I've run into it many times, including this okay. night here okay. where I ran into it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it told me I think it was about I think it was about like nine oh five, and it said, "Sorry, you've run out. You have to wait until nine twenty three. Um, so then I went back to vacation planning, and then at nine twenty three, I went back and finished up. Uh, the plotting oh, for us. so they they use a, they use a rolling a rolling three hours oh well, that's okay that's probably why i've never run into it uh, because i just didn't yeah. push it that hard yeah it's kind of taught me though to not say like what i used to do and i saw this on the nerdy novelist is i would say i would say something like okay i'm going to post my entire chapter in here the only thing i want you to do is read it and then respond with the word done to let me know you read you read it right because i don't want i don't want to paste it and have it give me a summary which it will do if you don't say anything Right. Um, but then you realize that's one submission right there that you're wasting. So what I'm doing now is I'm going to paste my chapter in here, you read it, and then I'm going to ask it a couple questions at the same time and try to combine some of my, my submissions into, into one. So Yeah, that, that's that's typically the way I use it, which is probably why I have never run into a limit. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, so uh, Thursday, this was, oh my God, Thursday was such a busy day. Uh, up at 5 a.m. to work, and while I was working, I started listening to that, that book, The Ninth House. So this is something I didn't mention earlier. When I woke up Sunday morning, uh, I think I said this on the, the, the wrap-up podcast on Thursday, but I'll say it again here. When I woke up Sunday morning, part of the first week of the story, grill, story grid was um, there was a video with a woman saying, here's what we're going to do, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and here's your, your table of contents or whatever. And then she said, and we're going to use the third chapter of a book called Ninth House. I forget the name of the author, but Ninth House, um, and that's what we're going to use throughout the semester. She said, so make sure you have that read. And then she said, but it would probably be good if you just read the whole book by the end of the week. And I was like, yeah, really? And I looked it up, it's like 470 pages. I'm like, that's not going to But I bought the book on Sunday with the idea of reading three chapters. And then on Thursday morning, before I left for work, I kind of opened up um, my Kindle on my phone, knowing that at lunch I was going to read the three chapters. And I noticed that the first chapter was – oh of many 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 pages i don't remember how many but it was many pages I thought, well there's no way i'm getting through this so i bought the audible version of it for like 15 no i resubscribed to audible and used my first um uh what do you call it uh what is it called? credit 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 i used my first credit to download the book and um while i was working i listened to the first chapters the first chapter was 44 minutes long wow and it's yeah it's huge and then the, the other two the next two are like 25 minutes long each uh, but I only listened to one. I just listened to the first. I was doing some mindless stuff early in the morning where I could sit and listen to that while I was working. But the rest of the day, I don't think I was. I think I was in meetings all day anyway. Um, so so I did that. Um, at lunch, instead of reading, since I had the Audible to listen to, I edited Chapter 16 in my Inheriting Murder book. And then I ended up leaving the office around 4.10. I stopped my parents to pick up my dog. I got home around 5.15. I changed did not get anything to eat, walked across the street from my writer's club, and I was there. I read chapter 12 of Inheriting Murder. This is the one that I wrote on New Year's Eve. I edited on New Year's Eve, and I really, really liked it. And the reason I really liked it is because there's a character in there named Brock who's just this drunk, degenerate gambler. And I had so much fun writing him that I thought, this is really good. I want to see if they think this is as good as I think it is. So I immediately pasted it into the the, the, the folder for our writer's club that on usually i pay i paste it in there at like you know writers clubs at 5 30 i paste there like 5 10 and then print them really quick this time i post pasted it in there two weeks early like i was <laughs> ready like i knew what i was reading and uh so i was first one to go i read it there are only two of us reading stuff on this day 
and I read it and they really liked it. They did give me a few tips about that. Basically their thing was that, that side character, that Brock, that guy was awesome. You did a really, really good job. One person told me to flesh out the other characters the same way you did him. And then I said, well, I'm, what did you think of the main character and his attitude during this interrogation? They said, oh, they're, they're like, well, we really, we really didn't get much from him. I was like, ah, I wanted him to be like nervous and then slowly getting over it. And then, yeah, we didn't get that at all. So that's something I'm going to work on when I right. uh, go back to the rewrite. I, I have the same problem in, in Death Comes to Paradise. Uh, my my sidekick wants to constantly take over the scene all the uh, time. To, all, uh, to the point where even 30 chapters, 30 some chapters, uh, 39, I think, chapters in now, to that story i i'm still seriously considering going back and rewriting it and making her the main character <laughs> i've uh, seen multiple people on youtube say if your side character your sidekick is take it, you feel like your sidekick is taking over you should do exactly that you should go yeah. back and make them the, not not go back and make them they are the main character yeah exactly they say in those videos. yeah it's funny exactly uh got home around 7 40 uh and then we started our podcast around 8 805 that went until 10 and then i finally got something to eat around 10 15 which was a bowl of frosted flakes well i posted the podcast and the youtube video and then i went to sleep i was so tired well at least you had some quality cereal to eat that's oh, one of my favorite that was one of my favorites growing up so. the only thing i didn't have is a banana because i usually slice up a banana ah, put it yeah. frosted flakes. Yeah. it's so good that way friday i woke up to a paycheck that i didn't think i was going to get until saturday which was exciting oh. um I, I moved all my money around and realized that i'm about 650 short now of having my emergency fund finished. That's why it's going to be the 31st when it's done. Um, I also had a $35 monthly renewal bill from SiteGround, which I canceled. That's what my old, you know, my old web host was. I canceled them, except I went and looked and it turns out I didn't cancel them. I thought I did. And I didn't. <laughs> so oddly enough though, when you go, I went in and immediately canceled them and they posted on there. They're like, okay, we're going to refund your money. Like I didn't have to go to support. And if oh, talk cool. to me, they it was like an automated system that knew Okay, yeah. you cancel on the same day we charged you, so we're just going to refund it. It was very nice. Yeah. Um, and then at lunch, I opened up the document uh, that I need. Okay, so they gave me, they sent me a document. My my first assignment for the story guild was basically to go in, and and you have to put, um, they 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 cut it up like five ways, like dialogue, action, uh, description, and I can't remember what the other two were. And then it had strengths, weaknesses. Uh, obstacles and kind of what you hope to get better at or how you hope to get better and you had to fill out this you know five by four grid with all of the things in there and they said brag about yourself if you want be honest but you didn't turn it in you just did it for yourself so i did that at lunch on friday and then i went and i marked that i had done the first assignment um even though i still haven't read those two chapters or listened to those two chapters mm -hmm. i'll probably do that tomorrow we'll see now that i don't care about football anymore ever again um <laughs> uh until well until the next one um then i'll probably go ahead and listen to that tomorrow and this was another one of those days where it was like rainy, windy, snowy, depressing, awful. So I had my PJs on around three o'clock and uh, I ended up sitting down on the couch at like 4.30. And I'm pretty sure I may have fallen asleep while I was like scrolling through TV. And and then around 7.30, I kind of woke up or got up and I was like a little energized. So I grabbed some dinner, got my laptop, spent the next three hours continuing plotting uh, book three. The only thing that was left in book three the plot of book three is the thing that I was not good at in book one, and I still don't have in book two. And it's that 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 final gotcha clue that makes my main character realize who did it and how he can prove that person did it. Um, so you know that that's always the hardest part. I think that's tricky. They can't be. Um, I don't want it to be like a Deus Ex Machina. I don't want it to be a coincidence. It's got it. And, and because my character is a tech guy, an IT guy. Um, you know, Super Editor C told me with the first book, you know, if, if that's what your character is, those are the skills that he should use when it comes right. to solving these. So, right. and it's not going to be like that in every book because it, it would get repetitive if you did it every time. But um, in, in this book, it, it was that because I have like a whole corporate espionage thing happening in this book. Right. And then the, uh, this morning I woke up, did some more Vegas investigation. Um, actually, now that I think about it, I think book four or book five takes place in Vegas. So maybe it's a good idea to go and in March, now that I'm uh, I'll call it a business trip. Um, oh, exactly. Research. Yeah. Uh, yeah, research. Definitely, yeah. Uh, so I kept looking around. Again, the flight would be around 600 bucks. The the four nights would be around 150 because of the resort fees. Um, I'm still considering. I do want to request the days off. I think I'm going to request the days off anyway. And then if I go, great. And if I don't, I'll just stay home and write. It doesn't really matter. 
that right there is right when the beginning of that uh, writing sketch that I talked about uh, on Thursday that you know you talked about earlier, making right. kind of a daily writing schedule. That's when that starts to kick off. It's right around that time anyway. So it'd be nice to have some days just to get going with it. So yeah. Uh, and then after that, I went Chick Fil A. Uh, again, I went out into the yucky, blowing. It was awful. It was so windy. We were 20 to 30 miles an hour. Wind gusts are getting blown around on the street. Um, I did not want to get close to semis because they get blown around on the highway. It was, just, it was awful. Um, I did repeat to myself multiple times as I was walking back and forth to my car. I love living in Ohio. I love living in Ohio. <laughs> it, sadly, it didn't work. It didn't bounce into my brain. So You, you may um, have been the only person alive that was doing that. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't, I couldn't even convince myself it was true. Um, Once I was at Chick-fil-A, I did a few different things. Um, I did, so I did the the thing I talked about earlier for book three and book seven. I I thought of that on the way to Chick-fil-A. I was driving the car. The number of times now I drive in my car with no noise and I just talk to myself about my books. I'm like plotting my books. Uh, It happens a lot. It happens every Thursday morning when I drive. I don't drive to work on Thursday morning with music ever. I just talk to myself for an hour. It's just crazy. but the first thing I did when I got to Chick-fil-A is uh, make notes of what I thought of because I would easily have forgotten them. And uh, and then I made a copy of my 2024 writing planner, the one I talked about on Thursday, and I put a link to it. I'll put a link to it in the show notes, and it's blank right now. I put uh, a directions tab or an instructions tab also. So if you want to uh, go into the show notes, click the link, and then save a copy and use it yourself, you can. It is there. Um, and then I went on and I edited chapter 17 of book two, which I finished, and then I came home and... Oh, I came home and uh, I have a, I bought a new kind of a, a combination uh, sawhorse slash workbench mm-hmm. that's set up right beside me. And I had to put a saw together. I put a, a blade on a saw, a circular saw. That was scary. Um, <laughs> I'm a computer programmer. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to get ready. I'm, I think either tomorrow or, or Monday, I'm going to start working on my squirrel house that I'm going to build in my backyard. Oh, okay. um, I have a, I, have, I bought a, a, a outdoor webcam that has motion detection and night vision that I'm going to put either facing the entrance to the squirrel house or inside the squirrel house, kind of pointing down a little bit. I haven't decided that yet. I, I, I'm, I, I'm tempted to just start building without making plans, but I feel like I have to make some plans. So uh, I'll probably work on that tomorrow once I get home from writing. There's no one o'clock football game tomorrow. They moved it to Monday, 4.30. So I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and maybe work on this tomorrow. Yeah, pl- plans will probably help because I usually start a project without any plans and then wish I had them. Not, yeah, I'm probably not a pantser when it comes to woodworking. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, see, pants pantsing extends to all areas of my life, so that's uh, okay. There I, you go. I do it no matter yeah. what. So that was my uh, that was my big weekend review. Yeah, it was a big week. Uh, I, I realized that I kind of babbled when I was doing the stats about some of what I did during the week, but there's two more things I'd like to to bring up. Uh, one was I think we touched on a little bit when we uh, recorded about our year end uh, review and. 2024 preview. And as I did, I dove more into YouTube and uh, B&H and and Amazon links, looking at equipment for setting up a little podcast studio here and trying to get one that is very small and very compact because I don't really have a lot of space. Did run across this one guy. I can't remember the channel's name right now. He's basically got his studio set up in a space that's two meters by four meters. So you know, basically uh, six by by 12, you know, something like that. Uh, Very, very, very small. Basically the size I have right here. In fact, he doesn't even use the full 12 because part of that's a storage area. Um, I I have on either side of my computer here, I'm flanked by bookcases. But I started pricing stuff out to see, you know, how how cheap can I do this? I've got cameras already. I've got got two cameras I could actually set up so I could have a couple different angles. and what I don't have, and I've got the mics. Uh, what I don't have is a green screen <clears throat> or the, the lighting and the diffusers and stuff. But I think I could probably do it all for under 500 bucks. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm, uh, I'm really seriously considering it, uh, getting something set up that okay. might be a little more professional. S- something that will get me to look a little less red than w- the way I look right now. I don't know how I look on your end, but it looks like I'm about ready to stroke out. And I don't know if it's partly uh, the reflection off my sweatshirt, which is red, or I, I do tend to be a little bit ruddy complexion, but still not this red. <laughs> what's the, you have a screen in front of you, right? What is it? The, what, what screen are you looking at? Just the, um, the, the video ninja screen? Uh, in front of me. Yeah. All I have is the, the video ninja and the, uh, well, I've got the, you know, 27 inch Mac here. So 
it's uh i've got a bunch of stuff open it's basically white i'm being being hit by white yeah. light which is uh, so i don't know why i'm looking so red here but i don't know but i can see it too yeah yeah and it, it was like a lot of sun the last couple of days and it was uh, the last time we recorded as well i went back and looked at the the youtube videos uh but the ones the couple at least a couple previous to that that i was recording on the laptop while i was traveling were not like that so i okay. don't know what what it is suddenly about this light you know in in the summertime then when we're recording i've got the right behind my computer here that i'm looking at i have a window and the window will be open and the outdoor light will be coming in and it looks normal so it has oh. to do something with the with the with the incandescent light and the overhead i think i've got the led lights so some, something weird's going on anyways the, the the long and short of that story is that i am seriously concerning looking at getting some of this equipment i do have a little bit of money uh, that i made off of vela that's burning a hole in my pocket and i so i may you know put some of it towards that kind of equipment call it a business expense so i can write it off and then uh uh see if i can put something a little bit better together here especially if we actually do go down this road that we were talking about where we each record uh little videos of, of us doing things uh that are uh you know safe for work uh and, and putting them up on the patreon site uh, so it would be nice to have good equipment the other thing that happened this week is on january 8th my birthday uh joanna thanks joanna penn dropped an episode with uh joe solari now if you saw that or not or listened to that or not it's it's worth a listen after listening to that episode and listening to hear, hear hearing him talk about uh what are some of the strategic and tactical moves uh, authors need to make at different points in their careers. So they talked about somebody who's just beginning, mid-list authors, and those who want to go from mid-list to, to, um, to a much bigger kind of business. Um, he talked about what, how he advises his clients. Uh, I, it was really interesting to hear him come out and say that he advises his clients, especially once you hit the mid-list area, to think really seriously about whether you do want to do anything more than that and, and go for six figures or not. What kind of ask yourself the question, really, what kind of life do you want? Not what, how much money do you want? Because once you go beyond that point, you, you know, you really get overwhelmed. Sometimes you have to start building teams to help you out. And it's just a whole different ballgame. But he also talked a little bit about Author Nation and the, the, the I guess, 20 books replacement conference that's coming up in November. And listening to him talk about it, listening to Joanna talk about how when she was at the 2023 20 books uh, meeting, which was the first one she'd ever gone to, and she's at the point in her career, she said, where she just uh, she goes to meetings, conferences and stuff and comes away thinking, you know, I didn't really learn anything. She came away from that conference in Vegas uh, with all kinds of ideas and all kinds of new information that she hadn't been exposed to before. And in talking with Joe, they were talking about the kind of the way he's going to set up this meeting in Vegas and how she's really gung ho on it. He he sounds like he knows where he's going with this, uh, what he wants to accomplish and how he wants to do it. Uh, it is, as he said, going to take a few years to to bring everything to fruition. But I tell you what, he kind of sold me on it. And so I'm, I'm thinking seriously about maybe going to Vegas in November and and being on the ground floor of, of the new conference uh and see what happens so that's the other thing that i've been kicking around this week um we'll see whether that again you know i, I have the money burning a hole in my pocket from the uh from the vel so i'm i'm thinking well maybe i'll go i'll go ahead and do that uh, i have you to price can, out the whole thing you can you can venmo it over to me i could double it at the casino for you if you want. there you go yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so so that's pretty much the, my week has just been that and planning, looking at the schedule, my, what I want to do for the coming year. My year, because of everything that happened with my kids being here and uh, my mother going into the hospital, she's now out. She's at a rehab facility. She'll only be there for about a week before she gets to go home. But with everything going on, I'm gonna I'm gonna count my year starting uh, this coming Monday, uh, the fifteenth, and we're gonna go from there with a schedule. Uh, that I've put together and see what happens as as the year progresses. So that that's basically what I've been doing this week. Other than that, just kind of staying out of the cold weather for us. Cold, not for you. For you, it'd be a beautiful oh. spring, beautiful spring days. I know what but, I want my year to look like. I, you said, what did just Larry say? What kind of 
What kind of life did you want? Is that what he said? He said you have to ask yourself what you know. Uh, how do you want your life to look? Basically, I want it to look like it, like getting up in the morning and it's not twenty degrees outside with blowing snow. Exactly, exactly. That's what I well, want. you know, and it's all relative too because it's funny. It's been cold here for us, which means our night times have been going down into the thirties, um, and you know, my house is centrally heated. I have gas heat. So it's nice and warm and toasty. We keep it at somewhere 68 to 70 or whatever. Uh, and yet I'm still going to bed wearing a down vest <laughs> so <it's, laughs> and and sleeping in it all night and not sweating. So I came um, home Thursday from work. And again, it was you know 20, 25 degrees, windy. The first thing I did was put shorts on. And when I went to the writer's club, I walked across the street wearing shorts because I, just, I didn't want to just i just wanted that that i'm trying to like you know they say you step up to the golf tee and you 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 um you picture the shot and that'll help you and i'm thinking i'm picturing the weather as i put my shorts on it doesn't help yeah. but <laughs> we had a guy i may have told the story before i don't remember but when i was uh, a student at michigan state i don't know if he was a professor or what but every in the winter time it would be you know two foot deep snow blowing 100 miles an hour cold as heck and he, he was a big guy he was like uh not quite as big as uh israel kamikawewa ole uh yeah. from uh, hawaii but that's that kind of size he looked like he might have been hawaiian he was always out there in a hawaiian shirt bermuda shorts uh some kind of loafers walking his dog in this stuff and just kind of strolling along like there's nothing going on at all <laughs> I can't do it if I'm gonna be outside for a period of time. And if I'm just walking in my car, yeah. in this case, walking across, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do it. But yeah, it's, yeah, um, yeah, it's crazy. I hope winter's over soon. Um, okay, in terms of my running list of future things to do, I'm starting to like run out of things here. Um, I, I need to make my newspaper articles uh, on my page uh, responsive to smaller screens. I did that. It's done. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it off the list as we speak. Uh, that leaves me just one item, which is finish plotting my next six books, and I'm just making progress there. That's not going to be a, a one-day thing that's going to take me the next couple months, and I'm um, just making progress as I get through those. And that's all I have. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't really have anything on mine because, I mean, there will. this Next time we, we talk about, there will be a whole bunch of stuff on there that will fall out of the schedule that I'm making and the things I hope right. to accomplish just coming here. But at the moment, nothing's on it. Uh, in terms of my dick too, uh, really, it's just been that vacation planning that I may or may not take. Right now, I'm like 51% not going, 49% going, but that could literally change it with the flip of the switch, and it wouldn't even surprise me if it did. Um, yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, and that's kind of the implication of being 49-51. It could go either way. <laughs> uh, my dick to do, I guess, would be the, uh, uh, getting back into reading. I, I put down here nothing to speak of, but really, think about it over the last week. I've been doing a lot of reading. I think I kind of alluded to this last time we, we recorded. Um, I've, I'm on the verge now of finishing three books here in the first two weeks of the month. And I haven't even touched any fiction. I've got two fiction books sitting here right next to me that I picked up before the holidays that I was going to read on the holidays, which, of course, I never even opened on the holidays. Mm -hmm. uh, so I may dive into those here in the coming week. Uh, I've been having fun. You know, I like to read. I like to get lost in, in the world. You can't really get lost in nonfiction quite as much the uh the patrick otama uh book i'm reading in the shelter um that one I'm, i i can get lost in because he's a he's a, like a poet and a storyteller and he's irish so all that kind of goes together and uh so he does tell stories it's kind of a semi-memoir kind of thing so i can't get lost in that the other two i've read have just been pure nonfiction. um so yeah i guess reading has been what I've been addicted to. And I hope that continues through the year, actually. That's a good one. That's a good addicted to. Yeah. <clears throat> in terms of my schedule coming up this week, um, tomorrow, probably going to wake up to the next assignment in the story grid. And just like last week, I'll probably ignore it. Uh, go to Panera, get a muffin, and work on chapter, I think I'm on chapter 18, which I think is the dinner party scene. That's exciting. Um, come home. There's two football games tomorrow. I'll probably try to work on this squirrel box a little bit. And uh, I have another thing that I'm doing upstairs that I'm not going to talk about because it's goofy, childish, and I'll talk about it when it's done. But it's one of those things that I may not finish, so we'll just we'll try it out. Oh no, you have to finish um, the you have to finish the marble run. I'm looking forward to it. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll see. I, I'm I'm going to play around with that. My dad told me today that he could not make me the the Ferris wheel type of thing I'm looking for. So I need to figure out how to make a 
a motorized lift, kind of like a, I always use the term ski lift, although that's more horizontal, let's see more vertical, where the marbles come to the bottom of the track, they land on the platform of the, the, the revolving um, thing that takes them up in the air to the very top of the track and then dumps them back onto the top again and gravity takes them back down to the bottom. So I got to figure out how I'm going to do that, but I do have some track pieces up there. Uh, I've been watching on YouTube uh, a guy who does um, uh, Hot Wheels car races the same way. He's got mm -hmm. tracks and he puts together the tracks. And I thought those tracks would actually be interesting. They might work because they go down. They're more narrow than the tracks I have for the marble. So it'd be interesting to like combine the two tracks and have like a narrow stretch of the course also depending on what I do. Um, yeah. I saved a bunch of mini Pringles cans too, uh, to, uh, for no reason other than maybe I'll use them or maybe I won't, but uh, <laughs> I, might, I might play around with that. If I don't play around with that tomorrow, I'll probably do it on Monday because I want to start on this squirrel box at the same time. It sounds like one of these Rube Goldberg con contraptions. In fact, I, I don't know, you've probably seen, I've probably seen some of those videos that you're talking about with the, the Hot Wheels cars where it starts in the house it goes all around the house goes out an upstairs window down into the backyard and around yeah they're they're hilarious this one is just a track that is just set up in a room similar to the marble races it's just a small track but okay. but i know what you're talking about i've yeah. watched those before in fact my mom claims that when i was a kid i used to make them all over the house and i don't i know <laughs> i used to set up dominoes like crazy but i don't remember making the big Rube Goldberg machines, but she said I did, which is probably why i'm looking into this marble thing now right um, all right yeah because it's kind of the same thing um so then Monday, it's MLK, MLK Day here, so it's a work holiday for us, so I'll find some time to write. Most likely in the morning, then I'll come home. And again, there's a football game that was on tomorrow at 1. It's moved to Monday at 4.30, so the next two days, there's 4 o'clock games and 8.30 games or whatever it is. Um, so I'll have some time to write in the morning and then play around with my toys in the, in, in the afternoon and then watch some football in the evening if I feel like watching football, I just, the Browns losing, not only do they lose, they lost like 45 to 14. It was just depressing. Um, my, so. my wife was asking me, how come, how come they're moving the, the bill, the bills game and they didn't move the Kansas city game. So I had to explain to her about, uh, you know, the bills and the kind of team they are and why they want better weather conditions in order to play. Whereas Kansas city, which is hosting Miami dolphins, they want Miami out there in the cold. <laughs> so. Yeah, no doubt. And I think uh, it, I saw some video. I saw some video from Buffalo a little while ago. It is bad there right it, now. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but isn't it the home team's prerogative about whether to move a game if the weather is too severe? I know. I don't know the answer to that, but I know that the decision was made by the New York, I believe, governor. Oh, okay. okay. So I think it was more of a safety thing where they were like, okay. we, don't, we don't want all the fans driving here and getting car crashes. Okay. It's, that makes again, sense. It's bad. It is bad. Yeah. 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 Tuesday, I'm back to work, working from home, and then I'm off to write probably in the evening, probably to Hothead. I've been Hothead in a couple of weeks. Uh, Wednesday, working from home, not sure about my writing. Thursday, I'm back in the office. I'll either continue reading Ninth House during lunch, or I'll work on the next chapter. It depends on if I listen to or read, most likely listen to uh, the Ninth House. Like, in fact, what I might do if I read it, if I listen to it while I'm at home, um, I might open the actual Kindle and read it along with listening to it. Uh, that makes it easier to understand it and, and take everything in because there's a it's complicated it's a complicated story uh, when i started listening to it it's what genre is it um oh god it's got to be kind of a science fiction it's got to be kind of a science fiction i, I okay. mean the, I, i'd love to give you a summary of the first chapter from what i got from it there's a character she's a criminal and somebody approached her and said hey we want you to come to our college and work in this special area because you can see ghosts but no one else can and uh, it's it reminds me of a secret society they were everybody was wearing hoods and they were they were they took a person from the hospital and they were like looking through his organs and the ghosts were starting to get annoyed and something was trying to break through and and uh that's kind of what i got from it it was a long chapter okay okay yeah did you ever um, read the book ever read the book by um mary Cowell? Uh, from writing excuses, uh, ghost talkers. Much that, of a ghost person. Okay. Well, that that's an interesting book. Uh, it's set in, I believe, it was either World War One or World War Two. I can't remember now. But basically, it is about a, a whole. Uh, I want to say platoon, but it was probably more than a platoon of uh, a special platoon that was essentially made out of dead soldiers. Uh, oh, the the ghost, the ghost of dead soldiers. And, and the missions and stuff that they would go on and stuff like that. It was pretty interesting. <laughs> okay. So you you can turn um, the you can turn the ghost idea into just about anything. It doesn't have to be a supernatural horror kind of thing, you know? 
yeah, you can probably mix it with any genre and just right. go, oh, yeah, this, there's this, we have ghosts too. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, let's see. Thursday in the evening, I would probably won't do much of anything. Friday, working from home. Again, not sure about writing. Uh, we can come Saturday, I'll go to Chick fil A in the morning, uh, writing after, like I usually do, and then my errands, and we'll do the podcast. I did, I forgot to mention Monday, MLK Day, the indoor golf simulator league starts up for the spring. Mm-hmm. And a okay. different friend of mine, a buddy of mine named Tim, he's doing it with me this year. So that'll be at six on Monday. So, um, well, I didn't even think about that when I was scheduling it, but there's football on. But again, I don't, I hate football now. And it's the worst thing ever. And I just <laughs> want to watch golf now. Um, so I, boy, I didn't even think about that. Good. It's a, it's a good thing that I, that I don't care. Um, I, I do. I care. I do. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so that's my week. Um, the goal, I think I'm just going to keep chapter 20 on here try to get through chapter 20 apparently i made that goal last week and didn't hit it so let's see if i can hit it this week my coming week i have a blank slate which is actually the perfect time to try to implement this new schedule that i want to do uh because i don't have any doctor's appointments i don't have any anything related to church i don't have anything related to uh trying to get my wife places because she doesn't necessarily like to drive uh so i i'm really hopeful by this time next week when we get together I'll be able to report that I put the schedule into place and yes, there's going to be tweaks and things will shift around and I'll realize that when I get into it, that I, I, you know, schedule too much time for this, not enough time for that. So there'll be things that will shift around, but I really hope I'll be able to stick relatively close to it and get a good start on what I consider to be the beginning of my year. Okay, great. Um, I don't have anything, you have anything extra you want to share? No, no. I think I kind of kind of shot my wad on uh, Thursday when we recorded for two hours. <laughs> yeah. That was a lot of talking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, that will be the end of the podcast for this week. Then if you want to get in touch with me, you can reach me, Jerry, at jerryevanoff.com. The website is jerryevanoff.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash jerryevanoffauthor. If you want to see what I'm doing on Facebook, when I start doing it again. Uh, we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash at newauthorpodcast. If you go there and you like it, subscribe. Um, and I guess I'm supposed to say like and subscribe. I, Okay. I, I always kind of like that goes in one ear and out the other when I'm watching my other YouTube videos, but uh, now I have to be like, no, it's important. Like, and subscribe. Cause then I guess <laughs> stuff with the algorithm. I don't know. Uh, and again, we have the Patreon, patreon.com slash new author podcast. If you want to be a fan, uh, if you want to support us in any way, we have a dollar tier and a $5 tier. You can go over there and, and uh, Rich talked earlier about getting his studio set up and, and maybe doing some things. And I have a couple of ideas on my own that I may or may not put up there soon. Maybe I'll throw some of the marble stuff up there if I complete it. And, uh, yeah, that's the way you get in touch with me. Oh, yeah, that the Marvel stuff, I think I would go over big. <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with me, my email address is rich at richkc.com. That's Casey with a K. Uh, you can find me on all social media sites except for Twitter slash X. At, uh, my handle there is Casey himself. And uh, if you want to check out my Vela stories, uh, they you can either go right to, to Amazon Vela, search on Rich Casey, or you can... Uh, Go to my website where I have direct links, www.richcasey.com. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you all in a week. Have a great week.